Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This hour is brought to you by Jewel Osco. Check the For You app for more deals. Let's go now, you fire the first shot. Let's go, man. Jason Leisure. I'm here in the studio at the score. This is a very, very special honor for you. There's reporter for the Chicago Sun-Times. H-I-T-S, they all stand for try hard. So for the coaches, it's now H is for, hey, don't do that. I is for, I wouldn't do that if I were you. T is for, that's a bad thing to do. And S is for stop, you're fired. I don't know if I really look at it that way, Jay. Co-host of the Sports Adjacent Podcast. I was driving to my dad's house before recording this. I was like, man, I'm really in the mood for a beer. Just one. And then I remembered, like, all the beer at my dad's house is gross. Jason Leisure with Bernstein and Holmes on the score. Let's talk some football and things with Jason Leisure on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline, CircaLasVegas.com, Sun-Times Bears writer, co-host of the sports-adjacent podcast, twitch.tv slash Chicago 670. The score, what's happening? What's up, Dan? Lawrence in there, I bet, right? Yeah, I'm here. I can't see you guys. You can see me, I can't see you, but I assume you're both there. Yes, we are both here, and we are ready to talk about Indianapolis. Okay. Wow. Uh, I'm going to have to come up with something then. So Indianapolis is not a place you'd ever take your family on vacation. But if you had to come somewhere for a work trip, it's really good. Why it's is that? Super, it's super convenient. It's the infrastructure. It's set up for this. It's a ton of hotels and a lot of them nice and a lot of restaurants all in one compact area. So it works. I'm Jason Leisure, and I approve this message about Chamber Indianapolis. of Commerce. Right. I, I, I don't never think come here as a vacation. Chamber, yeah, I don't think they want to use me or use my like slogan for them. Of if you have to be here, yeah. <laughs> what What have you found to be the most interesting thing that was either said by the Bears or about the Bears? I am hyper focused on what you hear about Caleb Williams here. So 
if we're covering him as though he's a future bear, then I guess that falls into the category of what you're asking. What have you heard? That, yeah, there are all these things where you're like, mm, or, you know, about his personality or about his inner circle or about even some, you know, issues that every college quarterback has where they're not perfect. But, man, every single one of those thoughts ends with, but I'd still take him. Like the talent, the talent, the talent, the talent, the talent. Well, it's interesting now that we've been saying that once there's a little cover for somebody saying, hold your horses on this kid. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not go doing this quite yet. Are we really going to do the usual thing where it's, we always joke about it, build somebody up, greatest thing of all time, and then it's like nitpick, 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 death by a thousand cuts to make you question what you once believed. Yeah. You're asking me if we're going to do that? We always do that, don't we? The only the only guy, there. this is a good quarterback class. This is different than last year. And again, like you have to, you have to separate talking about guys as prospects versus talking about then what they became because CJ Stroud, for example, if you talk to people, I don't think there's anybody hardly, including the Texans who saw in CJ Stroud, the prospect, what CJ Stroud, the NFL rookie turned out to be. And you look at, you know, Trevor Lawrence, for example, was a once every few years prospect, a generational quarterback is what he was. Yeah, I I don't like that term because I don't even understand. It's a really that. bad term, but I was just wanted to I, point out that that was said about a guy four years ago, and now people are saying the same thing about another guy. Because and and words matter to me is basically what I'm saying. Me too. That's why I phrased it the way I did. That's why I like the phrasing of once every few years type prospect because that's more accurate. Caleb Williams would be the best prospect in the last three drafts, probably at quarterback, something like that. Probably the best prospect that you would grade since Trevor Lawrence and Trevor Lawrence is probably the best prospect that you would have graded since Andrew Luck, but they don't always end up being that the only guy as a prospect right now who stands out in a way of like, mm, that guy, the ceiling on that guy, like him at his best at his at the, at the ultimate fulfilling every projection on the good side for him that you could see is Jaden Daniels at LSU. But Jaden Daniels doesn't have that, kind of baseline that floor that Caleb Williams has. And there's just nobody else that's even in the conversation talent wise. Yeah. It, it's, it's really interesting how this usually goes. So, so it now becomes about what are the things that are, the, what do you think the bears are looking for? And what have they said about trying to figure out if Caleb or any of the quarterbacks is the right guy? Well, I would imagine that they they have, I mean, I know they have a solid book on Justin Fields. They know what he is. They've had three years of NFL tape plus whatever their, you know, Ian Cunningham and Ryan Poles and the coaching staff, whatever their evaluations were of him going into that 2021 draft when they all would have at least scouted him on a cursory level for whatever team they were with. And then I think, so they have whatever their level of content or contentedness is with him and then they say well which of or how many of these guys do we think could be better and again you've got the number one pick so it's pretty cut and dry like Caleb Williams is going number one to somebody he the he's 
definitively that good as far as prospects are concerned and decisively ahead of everybody else. So I think you kind of, I would, I would think you go into the off season saying, we're not satisfied with Justin. We see a huge potential and projection with Caleb Williams. Like, let's see if we can be talked out of that. And I would imagine that you can't be talked out of that. I don't think that finding out uh, that he paints his fingernails is going to talk you out of that. So do you believe that we have enough evidence, enough commentary to conclude that Justin Fields is likely to be traded? I assume that's happening any day and plans change plans change. But I just like, when have you ever heard somebody, when have you ever heard a GM in any sport talk openly about trading someone and then not do it? This was a different deal last year. This was totally different. If you look at how Ryan Poles talked about it last year, Although I will say the fact that we were even discussing it, that it was even out there as even a faint possibility last year, told you something about where they were at on him as far as like planning their future. Um, but it, it, doing talking about wanting to do right by him and things like that, you, you don't say that unless you're trading him. It's funny because I've it- thought all along it would happen next week. I have thought all along the goal would be to come here leave Indianapolis with offers on the table and get that deal done next week. And that seems to be the timeline that he hinted at Tuesday. And that that's the weird part. I was talking with Dan earlier this week because, you know, some people have, have hit me up. I've gotten a couple of text messages, phone calls, and, and DMs about this situation. And one of the things that I keep going back to, to speak to your point, Mr. Leisure, is – One person told me when Ryan Poles was hired that the great thing about Poles is that he doesn't lie. and He struggles with that part of the job. And I'm listening to him talk to you guys. And when when he gets to the part where he's like, yeah, I'd like to have some clarity on this, you know, tomorrow. Yes. And and, and someone had reached out to me and was like, you know, there could be some clarity on this situation soon. And I was like, I have to take – now, whatever Ryan Poles says, pretty much at face value, because he's either reluctant to lie or not good at it and knows that, that he shouldn't lie. So that's kind of where I stand. As someone who's around him more than I am, is that your takeaway? Absolutely, it is. And it was funny that you mentioned that moment because they asked, when would you like to have clarity on this? And he, and he just says, tomorrow. And then you kind of look, you know, like for him to laugh or smile. And he's like, no, no, seriously, I want this done like now. Um, I have covered him now for, I think this is like year three. And I have talked to him in so many different settings. Um, Not one point, whether it was something on the record, exclusive, off the record, not in any point in the last few years have I felt like I was being misled or lied to or has something turned out to something he has said turned out to have been pretty clearly a smokescreen for something i think he does try to operate very transparently and if you think about it he's pretty young for a gm and he has maybe not been jaded and scarred the way some other gms are and he is maybe not so old school as other gms are i think that to his credit and to our benefit like us talking right now and 
the greater audience of Bears fans. I think he has a really healthy understanding of how much you can give without hurting yourself. I asked Dan Wiederer this earlier. I'll ask you as well. The Bears are in a bit of a strange situation in these interviews trying to determine a connection with a quarterback prospect. Let let me just, just, we know who we think it has to be, but regardless of that. Drake May. Stop. Of deciding if, if the spark is there and how much of a leap of faith there's going to be and are you speaking the same language. And yet the head coach is almost not as important as the guy running the offense because you've got a, a defensive-minded coach that has never been connected with the developing of a quarterback of any kind, and you just made this hire. You just got Shane Waldron. We don't really know about Shane Waldron. I don't know how much the Bears know other than he was the guy that won the Derby. What's his role, and how does it make it a little weird that he's got this outsized power at a critical juncture for this franchise. I th- I don't know that he's got outsized power. I don't know how involved he is in the actual decision here because he doesn't come in with a lot of a resume. Is whether whatever you think of Frank Reich, How can he not hired, be? How can if, he not if they be had involved? Hired, if they he's involved, but I don't think he's influencing it in the way that where if they had hired someone with more experience would really be in that. He's going to get input, but this is Ryan Poles. This is Ryan Poles deciding this. Ryan Poles' tenure rests on this decision one way or another. If he was to say, hey, we're going to, we think the best path forward is Justin and then a bunch of picks, like whatever he decides on quarterback after inheriting a guy who was picked in number 11 one year before he got there, then having the number one pick last year, now having the number one pick this year, you can't come out of that without a franchise quarterback one way or another. I mean, you can't survive coming out of that without having a without a solution. It, it's really Ryan Poles. I would imagine, I would think that Shane Waldron is kind of being interviewed by Ryan Poles throughout this process of, hey, what did you think about that, and how you know how are you going to work with this guy? And I'm sure that they did a lot of that in the candidacy interview too. But this is this is Ryan Poles. Ryan Poles and Ian Cunningham. I mean, that's his most trusted guy. Like that's who's making this decision. How do you think you would react to being put in a room with with the Bears brass and them asking you, do you want to play darts or do you want to play putt-putt versus how these guys react to it? And Dan asked a really good question. What if the prospect says, "I guys, honestly, I, I'd really just like to sit down and talk with you. <laughs> we, we, we don't need to play putt-putt. Yeah. How do you think that would go over? Yeah, what if the test is whether or not you'll take the test? That's what, what I was thinking. For the one guy who says who says take your dartboard and go and like I'm out of here. Um, I think that I understand the point of what you're asking, but these meetings are so nothing. These meetings are twenty minutes. They, it, it's really a meet and greet. This was the first time, Lawrence, yesterday that Ryan Poles had ever spoken to Caleb Williams. Ever. Like, they're not going to go from having never met to 20 minutes later, okay, cool, not a weirdo. We, we, this is our guy. Like, there, there's going to be time for that. Like, I don't think they go and interview him at USC at his pro day, and when he comes to Alice Hall for the day, I don't think they're going to be, like, you know, shooting pool and throwing darts <laughs> and playing beer pong and things like that. 
I now I want meetings. them to bring a pool table into the room. <laughs> it's just up against the wall. We'll see how you deal with the, the very transport sm- it. Yeah. Like how are you going to do that? It'd be great. Like what I understand of the meeting is that it's the plan for the meeting going in with Caleb Williams was exactly what you just said. Some light competition, some real get to know you type stuff. You get to know us type stuff, some light, light, light football talk, maybe throw up a little bit of uh, USC film, some plays and ask him like, Hey, what were you coached down here? What did you see here? What did you mess up here? Uh, what would you do differently? And and maybe show him like, you know, a couple NFL clips and then kind of quiz him about that. Like, that's it. It's 20 minutes. Like this is really just a meet and greet and literally a meet and greet when you're the bears and you've never spoken to this guy before. But what if I don't want to play putt putt? What if well, I'm then it's probably probably not going to be a great meet and greet then, Lawrence? What for you. what if I'm so serious of a prospect like let's let's get down to business here, gentlemen? You you guys can play darts and golf. I need to talk to somebody about some things. This is my future. There, I got some questions for you. How about that? Yeah, I'm gonna walk in here and ask you some questions. Why would you been able to develop a quarterback in the entire history of your own damn franchise? Yeah, <laughs> why don't you take your putter? Put it over there and answer some questions. Why did you well, feel the need to grow a beard? How about that? Why do you need a stylist all of a sudden? Why do you keep having to fire assistant coaches <laughs> for being perverts? There you go. I'm still waiting. Yeah. We're still, You're still yeah. Yeah. Still I knew waiting that on that answer. At some point. Yep. I knew that would come up at some point in this. Well, segment. until I get an answer, I'm gonna keep asking. You're not getting it. Do you guys like the beard? Yeah, yeah, I think it looks good. Yeah. Yours or? I think he does too. Or his. No, his. Oh, yeah. No, no I mean, yours and, and, too. I mean, I know this has been a thing on the yeah, podcast. I'm a big proponent of you growing out the beard and just, you know, fulfilling the prophecy that you are John B., the white soul singer. I can't grow it up top. So that's usually the move, right? Isn't, isn't the move that if, if you're done growing hair on the top of yeah. your head, then you grow it on the bottom? You do what you can. And as a, as a guy who grows a beard, I mean, I think you know. I think everyone's very beard aware. I think everyone knows if they grow a good beard or not. And it's it's okay to say that you do, and it's okay to say that you don't. I got to say, Matt Eberflus, you know, game-recognized game. It's a good beard. I think that's that's fair. Um, yeah. Have fun speaking with the Indianapolis Chamber of Commerce. And, I will. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna hit up some good local uh, local restaurants here, like uh, the Weber Grill and the uh, PF, PF Chang's. Mm-hmm. You got your uh, yard house. You know. Uh, you know. There's an awesome just this local pizza spot here, and you wouldn't think Indiana Indiana would be the place where you'd find amazing uh, pizza, but there's a place right downtown, and it's called Giordano's, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's a step up from Sabaros. Have fun, Jason. All right, guys. <laughs> oh, he's a loon, and I love him for it. Oh, that's so good. All right. Since um, we've been talking about it with all of our folks down there, and we can kind of reset and specifically talk about one team that it feels like everything is pointing towards Justin Fields going to, including something that their new head coach had to say. We'll discuss that next here on The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. If you decide to draft a quarterback, what is your motivation to trade Justin before free agency starts, knowing that there might be a premium on that? Yeah, again, it just depends on what opportunities pop up. Um, I will say this. Um, I think you guys know me uh, well enough now. I do, if we go down that road, um, I want to do right by Justin as well. Uh, no one wants to live in gray. Um, I know that's uncomfortable. I wouldn't want to be in that situation either. So uh, we'll gather the information. We'll move um, as quickly as possible. We're not going to be in a rush. Um, and see what presents itself and what's best for the organization. Try and polls. Yeah, Uno needs to know where he's living. Oh, by the way, I, th- I think I have the definitive anagram of owner out to Tim. Okay. I've been been working on it. Tour in a blimp. That's pretty good. I'm not sure what it means. I'm not sure what the significance is. And I'm, uh, there's obviously more. I could put it into the uh, internet anagram server, which itself anagrams to I rearrangement assistant, but I'm not going to cheat. I'm going to do it by hand. And what I've done, just, just scribbling here, tour in a blimp. Okay. So take that for what it's worth. Well, they, they have one, right, at the United Center? A blimp? Don't they? Is, don't they have the, the, the giant mini, Benny? The mini blimp that yeah, gives the, out T-shirts and stuff? And drops coupons and everything. Do they still have it? I think so. Flying Benny blimp? I'll find out tomorrow when I go over there. We're on a blimp tour with Muhammad, my man. You know what? Is. Oh, that is a tribe hoodie. I didn't even really re- register that. Yeah. How cool is that? Tribe Call Quest. Let's go. Where'd you get that? Don't worry about it. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> I got it from okplayer.com. Okay. That's where I got your Beastie Boys shirt. Oh, 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 yeah. I love that shirt. Yeah. And I got my Beastie Boys hoodie. Maybe I'll wear that tomorrow. We'll yeah. see. I'm going to wear my Andre Drummond I Have Big Balls t-shirt. I was well, going to wear mine, too. Well, I'm supposed to play ball over at the United Center tomorrow. Right. You and Parkins. Parkins out here buying shoes. I, I bet to buy shoes, too, because I didn't own a pair. I wouldn't have. If I had a pair of jumpers, I would not have bought a new pair. But I don't have, like, a pair to go play in. So I was like, let me go get a pair. And I was like, I wonder how much gym shoes cost these days. 
these kids, ha ha ha. And I got a I got a pair of Giannis's for like eighty five dollars. Nice. I was very pleased, and they're they're good looking shoes. They're, and they're strangely enough, one of them was red and one of them was white. So perfect for tomorrow. What do the Thanassuses look like? <laughs> the Thanassuses, you're not finding those at Dick's Sporting Goods. The Greek bleaks. The, the Thanassuses you're finding at the at the, the Greek bar- bleak at the barber shop. That's when you're in the barbershop and bruh man comes in and he's like, yo, I got these Thanassuses. He's got some Blu-rays and some Thanassuses. You, you buy these, you too can play like Thanassus on a Dekumpo. <laughs> Where can I get them? I really like to have those. The Greek bleak. See, this is going to be the stuff that keeps Giannis from signing with the Bulls. This nonsense right here. They don't want to sign Thanassus. No, us. Talking about him. Yeah, he can hear. He's up in Milwaukee. He Aren't they playing them? Probably tomorrow? P1. That's right. They're playing them tomorrow. We're going to talk to our guy, uh, Jim Ozarski, tomorrow. That's right. But yeah, I'm going to go out there and chuck some shots, and then that'll be it. I'm so good. The lightning is coming. The lightning is coming. I need you to. You I need you to yell that as you're running down the court. Okay, I can do that running through the tunnel too. The lightning is coming. The lightning is coming. Um. Anyway. There, I've been struggling all week on how to talk about this because, you know, I hear things. Sometimes people tell me stuff, but I don't like to, one, step on toes of reporters, and two, give people false information. And usually if I can't confirm something, I don't like to... Be like, I'm going to tell you exactly what's getting ready to happen. I will say that over the last 72 hours, my phone has been littered with conversations about Justin Fields from people who know better than I. And there does seem to be some momentum for something happening, like Jason said, like something happening before the Bears leave Indianapolis. I, the opinion has been, for me, has been, be careful what you wish for and the idea of going home. Like, it's not always as cracked up as it's supposed to be. But I think that it's the best business decision for Justin Fields. If I'm looking at some of the other teams, like, to me, him quarterbacking in the NFC South and specifically in Atlanta makes more sense than him quarterbacking in Pittsburgh. Even though I think he would get excellent coaching from both the offensive coordinator and the head coach in Pittsburgh. I, I think that's a it's a hard experience to to not want. This is a softer landing for somebody who may need to unlearn some things as well as relearn some things. But 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 see that to me is that goes more into the column of go to Pittsburgh. Because I feel like there, with Arthur Smith and Mike Tomlin, he would be able to unlearn. Anyway, for me, it's looking at the conference. If you're Justin Fields, what do you have to deal with on a weekend, week-out basis? If you go to Pittsburgh, well, you're going to have to deal with some stuff. Joe Burrow twice a year. Twice a year. You got to deal with that guy. Pat Mahomes at least every four years. And yeah. then in the playoffs. Josh Allen 
CJ like there's a lot in the NFC and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers coming back. Lamar. Lamar. That's who you've got to deal with over there. In the NFC, who you got to deal with? Jared Goff. Okay. Geno Smith. Maybe, maybe, or maybe not with Geno Smith because there's the the Seattle was out here talking about like, oh, well, you know, you can make us a deal on Geno. Jordan Love. Jordan Love. You got to deal with Jordan Love, but he's he's not in your division. You don't have a dude in your division. You go over there, you have two dudes in your division that you've got to deal with. So, I think that it's a better place for him to go, to go to the NFC South, whether we're talking about Tampa or Atlanta. Atlanta, obviously, because he grew up there. Raheem Morris is now the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. He said this when talking about the quarterback issues in Atlanta. If we had better quarterback play last year in Atlanta, I might not be standing here. And he's right. If they had better quarterback play there with a lot of interesting young athletic talent on both sides of the ball. <laughs> That's a pretty self-aware comment for Bill Coach. Like, I'm not going to get this job. They wouldn't, this job wouldn't be open if they had good quarterbacks. If, if Desmond Riddler didn't suck. Ritter. <laughs> Ritter, excuse Not me. the Riddler. I do that Why all the time. Why did you turn him into the Riddler? I thought, it, I thought you were villain. doing a Batman thing. Yeah. You're doing a Batman thing. Just go with it. Oh, the, the Riddler. I'm Batman. <laughs> and Frank Gorshin as the Riddler. But, but, of course, studs wouldn't accept Frank Gorshin's portrayal of the Riddler. Not no. serious enough. No, no, no. I was no. watching God the movie. God forbid they're not taking Batman seriously. I was watching that Batman movie at a bar on Sunday. Oh, this is great. It's great studs. Yeah, you sent that to us, and I did. I want you to know, I forgot. I forgot. I, I meant to tell you this the other day. I did see that text, and I chose to ignore it because I, I you knew did. you were trying to trigger me. I wasn't and I was trying having to. a good day. I was like, you know what? No, the koala text, that's to trigger you. Someone tagged me on Twitter to send me that. Hey man, I, I'm not ever trying to trigger you. I'm just, I just think it's fun. We are, we it's are trying fun. to expose you to the fun that was the 1960s Batman. I've been exposed to it. My mom made me watch it. It's bad. <laughs> no, I watched it not. when I was pretty young. I'm like, this sucks compared to Batman the Animated Series. Well, what about what about trying it again now because you have a more balanced palette. Yeah, that's that, that's where I was gonna go with this. Lawrence, it's I'm glad you said palate. Understanding the actors involved in chewing that scenery and what it meant at the time to see some of those actors show up in these roles, especially the like the one-off villains, the when Victor Buono and Vincent Price and Otto Preminger are, are Cesar Romero well, as Joker. The, the Burgess fact that Meredith is Penguin. You, you, He's not Earth, Mark Hamill. Eartha Kitt as Catwoman. Or Lee Merriweather. But mostly Eartha Kitt. Or Julie Newmar. But mostly Eartha Kitt. All right, my question to you, Studs, is has there ever been a food that you disliked as a kid and then you tried it again as an adult and you're like, you know what, that's not so bad? All kinds of them. Okay. See, Mushrooms see, recently, actually. See, there you go. Maybe. Recently? In the last couple years. Really? Yeah, for me, it's absolutely the the biggest differential between hated as a kid and love as an adult 
For me, eggplant. Oh, hell yeah. Me, me too. I would that, say onion for me. Without it. I hated onions growing up. And then by the time I was general? 20. I what are you, didn't Lorenzo like Neal? I didn't like onions. Sorry. I didn't like onions growing up. And then by the time I was in my early 20s, I was like, oh, these, these are awesome. Now then he became a big fan of fullbacks. <laughs> he loves fullbacks now. Onions. Because they're just like onions. So maybe onions. the Batman. I was always a big fan of fullbacks. So it's weird that I didn't like onions sooner. So maybe those old school Batman movie studs will be like your new mushrooms. I think that the next time that studs wants to place a bet, that the bet is you have to watch the full run of the original Batman television series. That's a lot of episodes. I just won't take the bet then. That's a lot of episodes. But they're so fun. I know. And they're ridiculous. And I, when I was a little kid, I took them seriously because I, did, I wasn't aware that this, they, they were playing it as camp. I'm trying to be Batman. That I, 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 I finally... I'm under- Batman! <laughs> that I, I understood later on that I, I rewatched every episode as an adult. Like, I you can't find any joy in the Batusi? My favorite thing in that movie, I don't know, are there multiple movies of that Batman of that era of whatever, the 60s or whatever? Yeah, there's, no, were, there's one movie. There's one movie. Okay, good. So my favorite thing, sorry, spoiler alert, is that uh, they go to the United Nations and use an, like an evaporator or a dehydration gun to like mm-hmm. make everyone kind of like disappear and dehydrate. Like... The whole concept of that is just so ridiculous. It's awesome. I mean, there's the bat boat, and Catwoman is disguised as a Soviet journalist. There's, there's so many. That, that was just an embarrassment of riches when the Batman movie is from 66, but they brought it back in, like, 76, and they it was in theaters again, it just limited. I think it was up at the old Belvedere Theater or Lakehurst or something like that, and... I didn't know what to expect, and my dad's like, let's see a movie. I'm like, what's the movie? He goes, it's a surprise. And we got there, and I sat down, and it like it was – I'm like, oh, my God, it's a movie, and it's all Batman, and I'm sitting here right now. It was like the greatest day ever. I couldn't believe it, and it wasn't just like one little TV episode. It was two hours or however long it was. It, it, that, that was like – I never as a kid, I never thought anything in my life could possibly get better, that that was it. It was all downhill from there. I was probably right about that. That's how I still. That's probably how I. That's how I still feel about Batman movies, but not that one. I wish I knew exactly when they re-released it, but it was. God, I, I man, think it I, was 70, like, 70, like some of the, maybe seventy. Milton Berle, yes. Cliff Robertson, Joan Collins is the siren. Cliff Robinson was a uh, Cliff Robinson. Cliff Robertson. Yeah, if it's Cliff Robinson, then we got that's a different villain. <laughs> Uncle Cliffy comes out with his headband on. Was Cliff Robertson a like a Western villain? Or hero sometimes, I believe. I mean, come on, man. You got yeah, you studs, you're just wrong. If I got in the right state of mind, I might be able to handle it. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you but go. But I can't mm-hmm. I can't take it serious. And I know it's not I know it's not I know I know I know I know it's not meant to be taken seriously, but I have ex- really strong feelings about what the Batman character is supposed to be, and that's not it. 
Yeah, the penguin disguises himself as the Commodore and schemes his way into the Batcave with five dehydrated henchmen. And the henchmen unexpectedly disappear into antimatter, but the penguin rehydrated them with toxic heavy water used to recharge the Batcave's atomic pile, leaving them highly unstable. Toxic heavy water is a real issue these days, isn't man. it? Yes. I saw toxic heavy water at Riot Fest. Toxic heavy water. What are we doing next? Oh, oh, what we're doing next is There's another man in a costume. <laughs> S- Scott Boris has got some competition, Dan. Oh, I know what you're talking about. He's got some competition. And th- this was way more serious than anything that Scott Boris has talked about. We will share it with you next. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You're listening to Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2, on Sports Radio 670 The Score. When you're a franchise player, uh, you're, uh, you, you, you know it, you've known it for years. You have a ring on your finger, you've been a multiple all-star, you have all these things. So you're a franchise brand. You're kind of the Dior of defense. You're the Hermes of hitting. You're the, the Louis V of leadership. You're the Prada of the postseason. You're, you're, it's a one-stop shop for a championship designer. Boy. You want the latest in everything that's going on with the NFL Combine. Mark Grody is covering the Combine this week. We'll be hosting On the Clock specials tonight and tomorrow from 6 to 7 p.m. with exclusive content from Indianapolis. Mark is scheduled to be joined by Chris Sims, Josina Anderson, and more. On the Clock with Mark Grody can be heard right here on 670 The Score and the Odyssey app. We have a lot of fun with Scott Boris because he makes bad jokes and bad puns. He's not the only one who's doing that. I want you to steal yourself for this. Because Wait, steal like S-T-E-E-L or the way it was reported in the Tribune regarding Kevin Warren? Or Bears.com S-T-E-A-L. The first way. Okay. Because this this is an all timer. Chief Saholic is a chief super fan that went out robbing banks. He's up on federal charges, which he has pled guilty to. He stole almost eight hundred thousand dollars. He's gonna a part as part of his plea deal. He's got to pay back about five hundred and sixty thousand dollars in restitution. His attorney was um awful. From the beginning of this case, folks, the government has been blitzing and Xavier's pocket was collapsing. But today, Xavier stepped into the pressure. He took responsibility for his actions. He stood up in court, humble and repentant, and admitted what he had done. Now. If I know anything about Xavier, and if the Chief's Kingdom knows anything about Chiefsaholic, 
We know that he doesn't give up. We know that if he stumbled and he fell, he didn't let his knee touch the ground. <laughs> and that's because he's capable of doing a great thing. And he knows that there's still hope. We still have a lot of work to do on his case, but Xavier wants everyone to know that he loves the Chief's kingdom, he loves Kansas City, and he hopes that you'll rally to his support. Thank you and God bless. <laughs> Come on. And he's looking at 50 years, 50 years in damn. federal prison without parole. Ah. Which means at the ripe old age of 79, Xavier Michael Babudar, chief Saholic, will be out. Maybe. Knee didn't touch the ground. Knee didn't touch the ground. Something touched something if you're going away for half a century without parole. I I don't know what the point of that was. I don't either. You just admitted guilt to all this, and you're going away for 50 years. And if I'm that attorney, that was not a great commercial for you. Well, he thought it was, clearly. He really did. He practiced that. In front of a mirror, Ray. Yep. He practiced that. My God. Parkinson and Spiegel are waiting in the wings, and they'll be here when we return on the score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.